Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. I told you that our friends Leslie and Doug Gustafson would be back today and Dr. Joe Arve here as well. We've got some great good news stories. Welcome, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I have to ask you, you just did you have four kids, and I'm assuming that one of them did not just go on your family vacation, did may not go? Two of them didn't go, just Mama, I, and the boys. Okay, and so you did what I've kind of considered, and I'm reconsidering right now. I I need more time to do what you just did. You did the uh, 2,600-mile Seeing America with the kids in the back of the car trip. How was it? It is, but you, you got to know how to do it right. Okay, and how is that? Step one, rent a nice suburban from budget rent-a-car. Okay, so, so lots of room. So everybody had space. Yeah. There's only four of us. Yeah. And then step two is you just find nice places to stay to where when you get there, you don't have to, you know, we had thought about, God bless all you RV camper owners out there, we had thought about it, but, you know, as everyone knows, when you get there, then you then the work begins. So I knew I'd be, be driving a lot, so we decided... Hotels. Uh, hotels and Yellowstone National Park has amazing places to stay. Really? The food was great. Plenty of places to hike and to get around and to do things. I was very impressed with just the overall coolness, if you would, of going to Yellowstone Park. That was neat. And then we went to the Grand Canyon because it's right on the way. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Love Jackson, Wyoming, that was really neat. And then we drove one day, 15 hours, through the state uh, of Utah. <laughs> your, bro- your, your sons can drive now, the brothers. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. What? No. Mom's, what? no. No, Mama does not want the boys driving really? when she's in the car. No. she. Oh, that wow. Would, that would stress her out. You know, it's bad enough me driving the yeah, car, right? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my mother-in-law won't drive with me. No, even to the grocery no. store. And, yeah. and my wife will not nap while I'm driving either. It's just I don't. Thing. I don't either. Yeah. No, I don't do that because I'm so afraid my husband will fall asleep. I made it 20 minutes while she was driving, uh, but we put books on CD. Well, however oh, it I is, books, books on tape. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a Louis L'Amour book, and that was cool. And listening to that, um, and then our long day was the was going to the Grand Canyon. And the rule at the Grand Canyon was, boys, you can't get closer to the edge than I am. Okay. Um, and they're they're older boys. They're not they're little old, boys. Yeah, 16 and 22. Yeah. But they're still <laughs> boys. The 22-year-olds they're boys. They're boys. I know. I have to do that with my husband. I'm telling like, you. Because we went up to the Rocky Mountain National Park in the winter, yeah. and I said, no one on the ice. And then he was on the ice. And yeah. then he said, well, your kids can come, but don't make your mom mad. And then they're all on the ice. I'm exactly. like, really? Yeah. Really? Make your mom mad. Yeah. Really? No. Except my little daughter. She was, I'm listening to mama. That's right. Yeah. Because it's free. You freak out. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, if the if someone falls, because even walking through Yellowstone, there's some scary oh. hikes. If you, you, have you no, been there? No, it's a place oh, to go to. Oh, let me tell to. you. There's this place you can hike to called Artist Point, and it's like, you know, it's 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 a good three-foot, two-foot trail where there's, oh. but oh, over the God. right side, oh. it's like nothing, and it's water, and it's waterfalls, oh, and it's okay, that beautiful, me out. but it's like, yeah. So, no, so kids, no. the kid, the boy says, so dad, when we get grandkids, you're going to bring him here? I'm like, no, I'm not bringing him in unless I tie him yeah. to my leg. Right. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, strap him no to way. your back. Yeah, because I, you know, because the boys aren't looking, I'm like, and, and me, it's not good. Like, I hate driving if one of my kids are in front of me driving the car. So I don't want to. I don't want to be there in case something happens. So I'm like, I'm just going to get out of here, so I can't even see you. If you fall on your own, then yeah, I don't right. have to see it. Yeah. That's fine. So we met. So <laughs> yeah, then fine. we went to Durango and enjoyed that. Went wow. To, went to the um, uh, Great over. Sand Dunes. Oh, and, how was and, that? Because I was thinking you know, about that. The whole trip was crazy. 
I mean, I'm asking God. And, of course, they're explaining, oh, 400 billion years ago. I'm like, no, no, no. It's like you, wherever you go through Yellowstone or Arizona, it doesn't belong there. You're walking through a forest, tra-la-la-la-la, all of a sudden, bang, a 243-mile hole in the, that's beautiful in the ground. Yeah. You know, and then you have the geysers where you have, oh, you, ha- yeah. you have a buffalo, you have a bear, you have a forest, and then you have this 212-degree thing of water that's bubbling up and old faithful. It's just, God just said, oh, I'm going to freak them all out. I'm just going to put everything that doesn't belong in one, in one area, right? And according to the researchers, if Yellowstone, that volcano ever goes off, Denver could either be ash or be nice. It'll be nice beach, <laughs> nice lake, beachfront property yeah. because this whole western part of the state's supposed to, you know. And it, it's just fun. I'm sorry. It, it is a, breathtaking. Oh, it's it sounds that, like it was rich. The beauty yeah. of you know of God's creation. And to hang out with the boys and yes, yeah, don't, family don't make your mom time. crazy and yeah. And yeah, just don't make your mom crazy. Yeah, yeah. We don't do very many trips like that. Yeah. I liked not flying anywhere. Really? And we hiked every day. We had fun. I was wondering, the whole family hiked? So, That's nice. uh, yep. And again, because of me being Dr. Joe, I took my 20-pound weight vest. Oh, my uh, God. In and Grand Canyon. Every, no, oh, every morning, okay. God. Well, yeah. Yeah, Grand Canyon is like at 65, almost 7,000 feet. And Yellowstone's at 79,000 feet, 7,900 feet. Mm-hmm. So I would get up in the morning before they did, do 100 burpees with the vest on. Oh, my god! In less than 10 minutes. Dr. Jim and then asked. I'd be like, oh, get this thing off me. And <laughs> so, so, Didn't we do the good news story um, about the, I think it was before your time, Dave, here, uh, the dad had an accident. I think he fell off a ladder or something to that effect, and he could no longer hike down the Grand Canyon. So the family put him on like a stretcher, mm-hmm. and the family extended and was carrying him down, and it was oh, really taxing. No, that's we, I didn't even go on. So Dr. Doda said, no, we're not doing that. It's called Bright Angel, Angel Bright, Bright Angel Trail. And, you know, it was hot. I mean, first oh, of all, very hot. You don't, common sense. Confucius say, don't hike Grand Canyon in the middle of July. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, 100, it's 120 degrees out at the bottom oh, there. Oh, my gosh. And there's rattlesnakes yeah. that, are, that are fat and they jump at you. Right, and I think there've yeah. been there, last year with the you know Phoenix heat and all, uh, there was a personal trainer that I remember doing a story on that passed away. You know, yeah. working out in the heat, and a lot oh. of people think you know because they're so fit that they can't. And she died. Listen, oh. you know, there's there's fit, and then there's hiking fit, right? And then and there's, there's crazy hiking fit in the sun fit. Yeah, which is and I wasn't that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think anyone, regardless of your, your oh. fitness level and that kind of heat, can, you know. Uh, heat stroke. The yeah. people coming exactly. up from that trail, they did they not look dying? like happy camp. I'm like, oh, they're all gosh. pale. Their faces flush. They're covered in dust. And they're like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And they've got the walking what's sticks What's the vacation and part? We're not, right. we're not going right. to go. We just walked around the rim. That was enough. I'm like, we're not doing that this trip. Maybe you want to come back in middle right. of May or October. October yeah. But, you know, and it snows there. Crazy. Well, I, I, I just love the idea of like the yeah. family trip. My husband can't go though sometimes, and so I'm fearful of taking an eight, um, almost ten and twelve year old in the car with me. You know, doing because, the road yeah, kind of trip. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do have a far back where one can go, so they're not directly touching well, each other, which would not work. Just give them yeah. the TV to watch. And yeah, put the, give we, them the devices. I mean, I remember going to Costco and buying the the all-in-one TV plus the yeah. VCR. <laughs> yeah, you plugged it into the. 
lighter or whatever. I mean, yeah. On trips like that, that's the only yeah. way mom's going to make it 20 right. hours with the kids. Yeah, you need uh, devices. We stick it there and we put it in and, you know, and then they just walk. So we let them just veg out because it was like safety first, right? Right, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> well, I think that's the one time it is okay to, to veg out for we sure. Make sa we made sandwiches and, you know, it was... We, it sounds we, like wonderful. It was the best trip in a long wow, time. Wow, fabulous. Yeah. I love family bonding time. It's so fun. cool. I love adventures, too. I'm going to skip ahead, Dave, to the 98-year-old woman because a lot of what Dr. Joe teaches is about health and longevity. We're all pretty mm -hmm. healthy. Mm -hmm. I, and... Uh, you well, know, not like Joe. Taking care, I know. <laughs> no, crazy. Joe's crazy. He I know, just. I know. I know. He's crazy. not your average fifty, whatever you old you are now. <laughs> yeah. So this ninety-eight-year-old uh, granny is not wasting her time, and I love it. I there was a ninety-two-year-old runner we just did a story on out of Minnesota, which you know it's kind of hard to run in the winter in Minnesota. Uh, and this is a ninety-eight-year-old granny, and she's using her time uh, by writing letters to vets. And imagine if you're overseas and you're lonely, and you get a letter from this sweet ninety-eight-year-old granny, like how that would brighten your day and she's written 7,000 letters to vets. Mm. I think this is so neat. And that she's using, she has a purpose every day. She has a reason to keep going because she wants to, uh, you know, be a bright light for these, uh, for these uh, military men and women. Almost 7,000 letters. I wish you safe every step of the way. That's how many notes this grandma has written to soldiers, some she's never even met. One in Florida, he had to have a new ear. And I'm sure he was very, very depressed. 98-year-old Allen Cooper started the good deed during World War II. All at least four pages long, each one different. TTYL, which means talk to you later. Cooper's family has watched her write letters over the years and knows personally what it means to the troops. She said she wrote every day to her, my brother, and a lot of soldiers don't don't get any any mail at all. Soldiers have thanked Cooper by sending commendations and flags. The 98-year-old doesn't seem to be slowing down. I decided that I'm going to write as long as I can. Mm. How cute is she? Well, mm -hmm. It's such a simple gesture. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, four-page letter this day is like unheard yeah. of. So it's, know. you know, I mean, that's... That's some and then real... she develops a relationship with them, you know, writing back and forth. Bet, yes. Yeah. I think that's really neat. Yeah. And the follow through. I know. I that's like it. her mission, and she's just going to keep doing it as long as she can. I love that. What, oh. what purpose in life? Yeah. She's really. found. Yeah. There was another woman we did. I, you know, of doing this show for over five years now, there's so many cool things that, like, some stories stick in your head. And there was a, a woman who's, I think, made a thousand dresses now, and that was her goal, about the same age. And uh, she uh, makes each one different. With like, and therefore she sends them, you know, overseas to Africa to little girls that you know don't have dresses, Aww. and she makes them out of pillowcases, and each one has different brick brack and different embroidery and different you know flower little buttons, and each one is unique, and you could see the rack, and they were like a rainbow of colors, and that just gives her purpose every day. Right. Yeah, and again, as I just look around the world and I see things, and it's like you know, there's a lot to this trip I learned, but people matter. And if you just write a letter to one person and that person says, wow, somebody cares about me. Somebody's thinking about me yeah. when I think there's no hope or I think no one cares or what am I doing over here, you know, fighting this for it. You know, they fight that battle for that one person and it matters. And that literally is the essence of life that for right now, as far as I can say, that's it. It does matter.
You know, one of my mentors, Jim Stovall, has written over uh, 40, he's written almost 40 books now, and he has uh, a movie studio that helps interpret movies for the blind because he lost his eyesight in his 20s and he always wanted to be a football player. And then, of course, that was, you know, he had to readjust his dreams and he became an Olympic weightlifter because he thought, mm. well, I don't need to see to lift weights. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he became an author and he said, I write books that uh, I can't read. Uh, and uh, and he makes movies for uh, people who can't see. And so I think four of his books now have been made into movies. So anyway, he speaks all over the world, and he's extremely wealthy now. So he's in Mexico, and he's speaking, and one of the gardeners or work workers at this resort came up to him and said, I really was impacted by what you had to say. I was really touched by your speech. I would love to have you as a guest in my home. So Jim said that I'll have him on later in the week, and we'll have him tell this story because it's pretty neat. Um, he said that uh, they he got the limo and they get the driver. You know, he doesn't drive, obviously, he can't see. And they drove to the, the, the hut. He said it basically was kind of a tin. And uh, the family was there, the children, and uh, it was just one room. And they'd swept out the dirt floor. They only had two chairs. And uh, they had one warm Coke. And uh, they had a glass, but they didn't have two glasses. They just had one. Mm -hmm. uh, so he drank out of the can. And uh, his driver drank out of the, uh, 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 you know, uh, glass yeah and uh he said that that was such a special as you mentioned people matter such a special time for him to bond with these people and to see their happiness in the midst and their family bonds their love for each other their faith in the midst of what we would consider he was talking to me about first world problems and third world mm -hmm. problems mm -hmm. and most of us here in a situation like that would just think that God had turned his back on us mm -hmm. you know and they were just filled with joy and happy and so grateful for what they had and wanted to show him mm -hmm. um, you know some hospitality mm -hmm. and he said it, w it was very impactful mm -hmm. uh, uh, to him and uh, mm -hmm. this how happy they were yeah mm -hmm. I, I feel like I hear that all the time when people go abroad or they go on mission trips and and we come with our big attitude and our entitlement and we're so used to everything and then we don't have the joy that the people do who have so much less yeah isn't that interesting yeah and we, we end up getting blessed because the, just to experience their joy and their gratitude with what they have. Yeah, that reality check. Yeah, it's almost like too much, you know, messes us up. It's different. <laughs> it's living in different bubbles. Yes. And, yeah. And you realize who are the ones, you know, Pastor Osteen tells different stories about that, about, you know, uh, just real quick how this man brought his well-to-do son out to this house and he thought he was going to show him how lucky. And the boy said, wow, they've got a bunch of dogs, and they get to sit on the porch, and they get to do all this. And it just shows us how poor we really are, Dad. Thank you for, you know, so it basically <laughs> right. was. Right, he was trying we, to show yeah, who are how the, lucky he who was. Who are the ones that have... with real wealth, you know, yeah. who have family, who have traditions, who have getting around together, who, you know, one of the best things about Yellowstone was no Wi-Fi, no TV in the room, yeah. nothing. So we had to talk to each other, and, you know, and it yeah. really was. And just spending time, you know, with my boys and not having to say anything, just walking together shoulder to shoulder especially with my youngest and he he liked that 16 does we need to talk he's nope just enjoying your presence dad i'm like fine let's Aww. just let's just walk yeah. together and hang out and look mm -hmm. for good hiking sticks that's you know, that's our thing looking for good hiking sticks <laughs> i love that get rid of all the interruptions you know life. yeah it was just what gets pulled in mm -hmm. it's your heart it's your love it's your connection with your kids and your family and but sometimes the distractions of life just destroy it the, the inter, inter, interference with staying in a place of love and care and simplicity 
uh, just gets damaged. Mm -hmm. That whole power of now um, that people talk about, Mm -hmm. um, and I know there's a new AG, you know, uh, realm to that, but I look at the power of now and just being present, you know, with Mm -hmm. God, with your family, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot, we've lost that power of now because we're so distracted by the phones and other things. I was in a um, story time uh, yesterday at the library, and I had uh, five kids in there from the age of two to 12, and uh, the, the guy said before he started the story time, uh, which was really cool, by the way, because they built a house out of felt. And he was like, um, this mm. is the way we saw our wood, saw our wood, <laughs> saw our wood. This way we saw our wood when we use our toolbox. And I was like, mm. wow, this is really catchy. <laughs> and so, so he said, please, parents, be as engaged as you can. In other words, stick your phone in your purse or oh. wherever, you know. And so I made sure to not use mine. And uh, it was fun, you know, to see the little ones and how differently they interacted compared to my son who was like, this is kind of silly. And then it was time to go. And he goes, no, I want to hear the next, this book about Rex Rex everything. He's a dinosaur. He wrecks stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> you know, but he, like, he got engaged yeah. too. Like he yeah. was really into it too. Yeah. And uh, I've really tried to put off getting any kind of device for him, even though his friends are starting to get the devices, you know, right. he's 12 going into middle school. Mm-hmm. And we joke around about how he has that watch that only calls grandma, grandpa, mom, and dad. And I said, well, you can just be at school at lunchtime and be like, call mommy to mm-hmm. your phone. Because that's, that's what you say to her, <laughs> call dad. You know, I go, oh, the other kids won't care. You won't be teased. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the baby phone. Uh, but anyway, we'll have to figure something out for that. I'm sure that wouldn't go over well. Uh, but I think that we, I don't know what the addiction is with the devices. And, um, you know, I use it too. I find it so handy. Like I just sent myself a note about arranging for an interview with somebody that came to mind as we were talking, or I'll look up a story and I use it so much for work. When my kids are at like the field, I'll walk and I'll find stories. So it's really allowed me to be with them while I work. And so, but it's that fine line. And I know, you know how I met Doug, one of the things that he wrote was about how his wife was having an affair uh, with her iPad. Mm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> she's kidding. Are you kicking Are we me? doing that again? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, so what? Oh, you want to bring no, that up again? Dead. No, it's not. That one. It's not just you. But I'm wondering, what is it about it? You, your therapist. Why? Why is it addictive? Is it that initial like I got a text? Someone liked my picture on uh, Instagram or whatever. Yeah, part, part of it I think at a simple level is people look for meaning and energy in life that 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 gives them a sense of being alive. And, and, I, and I think we need to really challenge that and get back to the, the, the non-technical things, the lack of phones, the things that really make us feel alive inside, whether it's the Holy Spirit, whether it's how we take care of our bodies. Uh, we're in a generation that feels alive through, through electronic devices. And, and a quick serious. fix and, quick and fix. instant gratification. And you can simulate aliveness in a, with just going to check. I think we also feel like we're going to miss out. Well, also, um, <laughs> you, chemically, you get a shot of dopamine God, when you get right. a like. It's biochemical, really? too. So yeah. biochemically, you yeah. get a shot of dopamine, which makes you feel really good, and that's it's right. instant. And that to get that creepy. dopamine rush that you get that's naturally, true. you actually have to work for it and be engaged in something. That's and right. so the phone that's is right. so much easier to give you that shot of dopamine. Yep. So wow. it's actually chemical that's a, that's addiction. A that's a truth. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. All right, Dr. Joe, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about your free dinner coming up on the 24th. And uh, Dr. Joe talks about health and longevity, and it's fun. And uh, it's some of his people who've had very great success working with him stand up and tell their stories and if they can't stay till the end of the show how do they reach you to find out about the free dinner on the 24th they can just go to uh they can text or call me at 303-349-6011 or just google spine geek 
uh, and you'll figure out how to get a hold of me. Facebook, Excellent. whatever. Yeah. All right, Leslie and Doug, how do people reach you? At authenticandtrue.com or anywhere on social media. <laughs> right. So you can like us. And you'll also see Leslie does a lot of work with Fox. That's yes. how actually I found her through my friends at Fox and Channel 2. The everyday show she yes. does. Is there a specific day of week you do every, that? Every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. Yeah. Excellent. We'll be right back. Thanks, guys. God bless you. Good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. I want to tell you about a little boy, Carson. He's eight years old, and his mom died of breast cancer. And I would love it if you would sponsor him for some art classes. Also, he doesn't like talking about his feelings after losing his mom, so he's taking dance and movement classes, and that therapy costs about $100. And so if you would like to sponsor eight-year-old Carson, who lost his mom to breast cancer, to these classes that he really enjoys, the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation would love to help. 720-530-9482 or go to DoreenKatzMemorial.org. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, would you like to donate items? You know, maybe some old sporting equipment, old furniture, old clothing. You'd like the tax write-off. You'd like to help others, but it's kind of a hassle to gather it all up and drop it off, and you're just too busy. Well, guess what? Art Thrift Stores, they will come right to you, to your house, pick up your items, and leave you your tax write-off donation form. How do you do that? Call 303-238-JANE. 238-5263. And again, all of these items that you donate, they help people right in our own community. They help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And what better thing to do with your items that you no longer need than to help others? I shop at ARC all the time. I get my kids sporting equipment, gotten a rocking chair. I've gotten boots there. I have a purse that's amazing that still had the tags on it. It's a coach bag and I got it at ARC. I shop there and I help others and I donate my items about once every month or two and I call 303-238-JANE and they come right to my house with a truck and they pick everything up. Here, check it out. Again, 303-238-JANE. Hello, friend. Angie Austin here. Uh, Beatrice Bruno, Drill Sergeant of Life. Donna Hetzler here. And we're joined, ladies, by Joyce M. Bartholomew. She is back. Uh, she uh, worked as a pregnancy counselor, uh, helping uh, you know uh, to counsel women who were considering terminating pregnancy or not. And uh, she now... Uh, is a Christian artist with a YouTube channel, and uh, a lot of your music, Joyce, uh, is about life and uh, and God and uh, and living. Isn't that right? Yes, that's right. Definitely. Well, and I'm a pro-life advocate for sure. And we've got um, one of the reasons I wanted Beatrice Bruner to be here is Beatrice has been very open about the fact that as a teenager, she'd considered terminating a pregnancy. She was not a Christian at the time, mm -hmm. uh, was a teenager, didn't have a lot of support, and you felt the baby move, right, Beatrice? I did. I did. I was watching a, an episode of Good Times yep, with good JJ, time. JJ. He, he went in and his <laughs> friend was, um, she was in labor. And um, while I was watching that, the baby inside of me just jumped. And I looked wow. down at my stomach and I said, I can't do it because I was fully prepared to go ahead and have an abortion. I was. I went to New York that mm -hmm. summer to uh, I was babysitting and making good money babysitting and I had the money for it. But when that baby jumped inside of me, I said, I can't do it. That's a person. 
That's when it mm-hmm. dawned on me that this was a person. Was it hard to go back home mm-hmm. and tell uh, your, it was your grandmother, right? I didn't tell. <laughs> I got home and, and started back the next school year. And in October of um, 1975, my grandmother, she started beating me. And she said, mm-hmm. she told me that you're getting ready to have a baby. I'm going to beat that baby out of you. She was very vicious, very, Whoa. she couldn't, we, she didn't like me. My, my grandmother did not like me because I was dark. And all the other grandchildren mm-hmm. were light-skinned. That is a black thing, Angie. Whoa. It's just, you know, that Donna. Just blows a, my mind. Yeah, it's, a, it's, you have to be mm-hmm. in that atmosphere. But she was beating me. She was determined to beat that baby out of me. Yeah. And it didn't mm. work. No, it did not cause January 14, 1976. Um, that's when my oldest child, Tara Jermaine Stallworth, was born. Yeah. And wow. to see their beautiful faces, you know, Amen. I've seen the picture of you and your two girls just Amen. recently on Facebook. And to see those beautiful girls, to think, you know, that that Amen. was even a thought. Well, a look thought, how the Lord's transformed your life. I so, know, yeah. yes. Now, Joyce, mm-hmm. there's a couple things uh, that uh, uh, we talked about earlier that we were going to discuss, and it had to do with the WNBA. Uh, they, they uh, yesterday, so it would have been just, you know, last night, uh, donated $5 uh, per mm-hmm. ticket to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. That was one of the topics yeah. we talked about, correct? And that uh, restaurants yeah. are starting to do that, some organizations. Mm-hmm. So you might be spending money or giving them your business, and then mm-hmm. they might be, um, uh, you know, sending money to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you don't really have a choice because you're buying a ticket for their game, and they're just donating $5 to Planned Parenthood. So they're making wow. a huge profit with all of these ticket sales to the WNBA. They're three owners of the Seattle Storm, the, the women's NBA, the owners. And they are just blatantly, they said, we don't care if the, about the consequences. We're going wow. to support Planned Parenthood. And they're claiming that Planned Parenthood does so much for prenatal women's health, which is a farce. It's a complete lie. Mm-hmm. It's not even true. They yeah, they, I know when people provider. say that, right, they're abortion provider, when they say they yeah. do all these things for prenatal health, that's not, they don't, you don't go in there when you're six months pregnant mm-hmm. and get help from them. You get birth control and abortions. Yes, exactly. They don't even provide ultrasounds for you if you want to just check out your baby. They you no, know, we don't do that. That's for the abortion procedure. In fact, people have said when they call, live action did an undercover procedure, undercover calling, 92 out of 97 calls, they refused to do any prenatal care for them. It was undercover by live action. Oh, really? Said, wow. Yes, they did. They did that. And they called all across the country, 97 centers. Only five wow. of them offered to do anything for them. Well, they said, no, we don't do that. We perform abortions for here. It says, what has surprised the Seattle Storm co-owner, Don Trudeau, about the team's ownership uh, group's decision to partner with Planned Parenthood is how overwhelmingly enthusiastic the response has been since it was announced last month. The group, she said, has gotten supportive messages from as far as Australia. The comedian Samantha B tweeted about the partnership, and of course, they've had many messages from closer at home. And uh, I, I, Samantha B, as you know, we discussed this as well um, when you and I talked earlier. Samantha B came out with those nasty woman T-shirts, and Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. was holding one up in front of herself that said "nasty woman." And of course, the internet went wild making m- memes out of that. Uh, but anyway, she has uh, raised over a million dollars for Planned Parenthood with the "nasty woman" T-shirts, which uh, the whole thing—it's like really, I want to—I want to give money to Planned Parenthood, um, and I'm going to wear a "nasty woman" T-shirt to let people know that I support Planned Parenthood. And you know what's interesting about this, Joyce? Um, my yeah. son is uh, is 12, and my mm-hmm. girls are um, almost 10 and uh, 8. 
And so uh, mm-hmm. some family members were visiting, and they hate Donald Trump, and they're not Republicans. And there was basically this comment about if you, you know, uh, no, who so and so, like basically saying that um, your mother wouldn't be stupid enough to vote for Donald Trump, meaning me. And um, mm-hmm. and then you know, kind of going on, and I said, kids, just so you know. Um, the beautiful part about our country is that uh, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, wh- whoever it may be, uh, they have the right to vote any way they want and to, uh, you know, be part of whatever political party they want to be part of. I said, but there's a lot more than it just being Donald Trump. I said, for instance, there are differences um, about how we feel government should be run or how taxes uh, or health care uh, should operate. And I said, in one particular issue that some Democrats uh, feel is okay and many Republicans Republicans don't, is uh, Democrats uh, like the idea of making it legal to um, terminate a baby, to have an abortion, to kill a baby when it's Mm -hmm. in the womb. And I do Mm -hmm. not, I do not agree with that. And my son said, he stopped for a second, because all these Democrats have been talking to me, he said, well, I I don't, I don't believe in that. Hmm. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I said, so it's more complicated than just, did I vote for Donald Trump? There are a lot of other issues involved in why someone might lean in a conservative way. So I, I, I was trying to... I guess open my kids' mm-hmm. eyes to the indoctrination they felt, you know, from the left and how they've been told, you know, how bad he is, how ridiculous he is, and how stupid anyone would be to vote for him. I said there's a lot mm-hmm. more than just voting for a person involved in how we vote. Exactly. That's so yes, true. Yes, exactly. Yes. And no one said that he's a perfect person, and we didn't say that. And I've had arguments with people like this, too, just like you, Angie. I know exactly what you mean. I said, I didn't say that he was perfect. I didn't say that. But the alternative was Hillary Clinton, who's a spirit cooker. She does John Podesta, and they do all that. And they have all these allegations against them, and they you know, still need to be you know, um, prosecuted for all of those emails and everything. So there was, that was the alternative, and he's pro-life, and he's fighting for the unborn, and she was for uh, abortion up till the baby's born. That was, she came out and said that. The news wouldn't allow a lot of people to see that. Only the conservative news outlet let you see that. Until the baby was born, she had no wow. problem. Well, and you, um, yes. uh, as far as federal funding, uh, there's the possibility that uh, uh, federal funding will be taken away from a Planned Parenthood and to the tune of, is it 86%? Yes. Yes, that's right. They're trying to pass that Better Reconciliation Care Act, DRCA. They're trying to do that. It's, you know, they need a few more votes. So there's a, that's a little bit of a problem. And so, you know, we need some more prayers. But they are trying to move forward, in this, and they're pushing for this direction. But it would defund Planned Parenthood by 86%, meaning that instead of the hundreds of millions, it would have 60 million. Wow. But we're trying, and this is what they're proposing in the Senate. And I'm just praying to God that we do something, because there's a lot of fraud within Planned Parenthood. They've been audited many times, yet nothing ever gets done as we know, with a lot of fraudulent activity in in politics. Nothing ever seems to get done. You know, it it always seems like things go on and on. You know, Joyce, you say something needs to happen, and this is what needs to happen. Um, Second Chronicles 714 says, If my people, talking about God's people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. The only way God is going to be able to do something is if we, you know, the government of the United States was created of the people, by the people, for the people. Well, guess what? We's the people, y'all. Okay. 
And if we will humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face, and that, that's not just taking 30 seconds and saying, Lord, we need you to help us, but it's going before the face of the Lord and us coming together as a, a, a body of believers and saying, God, we have sinned. Help us, Lord God, turn us around so that we can be back on track with you. That's what's going to have to happen, Joyce. Well, and how do you all feel about um, businesses if you find out that they're donating some of the money for a ticket or this or that to Planned Parenthood? Donna, how do you feel? I about would not support them. Okay. And and the thing is, is it's we are living in such a time of fear and hate, yes. and we hate Donald Trump, <laughs> we hate Hillary Clinton, pro-life, you know, abortions, all these things. And what we tend to forget is there is a huge spiritual battle yes, that is yes, going on. Yes. You know, yes. Ephesians six twelve says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in That's the right. heavenly realms. And, you know, Beatrice, your book talks about that. We forget about this huge battle between goodness and, but the thing is, is we have to remember in the end, goodness will win. Amen. But you're right. We've got to pray we have got to make this a spiritual fight as well. Amen. Yes, and ultimately, even if it costs us something, you know, because sometimes, you know, it could mean life or death, too. Mm-hmm. We need to be willing to go that far. A lot of times people don't want to go that far. And that's what's scary for a lot of people, too. But, you know, it, it can cost. And your faith can cost. But we shouldn't mm-hmm. fear. Well, I want to make sure I want to make sure um, you have time for uh, you know parting uh, uh, words and uh, the takeaway from this, Joyce, and then we'll also give your you know website so people can find your Christian music as well. So, what what do you want the takeaway for people to be today? I would like to say evil happens when good men do nothing, and that is that's where when we just quiet and we don't do anything. The prayer is very important. Yes, we do need to cry out to God and. These are people, no matter how small they are, these are people. And, um, and I just appreciate you asking if they could just go and they can just check out the songs and the music videos that come out on JoyceMBarthalonew.com on uh, YouTube. You can see songs from the deep for my artist page, JoyceMBarthalonew.com. And, um, and I, just, I just ask people to keep praying, please, that God will hear us, that we would repent of our sins, return to God, and He will hear us. Yeah, and your, pow- your, your songs are so powerful too, Joyce. And so I challenge our listeners that when you get that angst, that feeling like you've just got to argue and you get caught up in that, to just turn it around to praise and to listen to some of your music and to praise God because there is power in worship too. And that just yes. breaks down those barriers. Well, thank you, Joyce. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate all of you. God bless you, Joyce. Yes, God yeah. bless you. And thanks for all you do. You know, um, it's interesting because lately some of my friends are also, you know, everybody has a gift to impact people, and uh, Joyce does it with, you know, her words, but also her singing, her songs. Right. And uh, recently I found a woman in Colorado. She goes by Conservative Mama Rachel, and she has a website, and she does these spoofs like my friend Steve McGrew does where she pretends that she is um, a liberal. And, uh, you know, a lot, they're making a lot of these handshakes, you know, like when Trump met um, uh, uh, Macron and uh, he and the leader of France, you know, had a, an arm wrestle over who was, you know, in control. And then Putin, remember, there was the yeah, handshake. Yes. So uh, conservative mama Rachel called it the handshake heard around the world. And she's like, all right, my Friday is like totally ruined. Why? Because I saw the handshake. <laughs> and then they held each other like longer than normal. And then 
Did you see it? Putin tapped him on the back. There's your collusion, people. <laughs> and they were she, talking in blinks, yeah. too. Remember? Yes. Blink. Yeah. And she says at the end, she goes, and then they were blinking. And then he blinked. And then Trump blinked. And then Putin blinked. And they were communicating oh through God. Morse code with their eyes. <laughs> There's your collusion, people. Trump, not my president. Trump did this. Not my president. And then, you know, Putin did this. And then Trump did it. Not my president. And every time she says Trump, she does that. And so people actually thought she was, like, legit, like, serious. Oh. No, you know, she said Angie would not believe how many people watch my spoofs <laughs> and really think that I'm serious. Oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. that is too yeah. funny. And I said, well, you get lots of arguments, don't you, on your website? You know, she said, yeah, but I want to hear how liberals are thinking so that I can do my, you know, my my videos. Oh, so and it helps Steve her. McGrew yes. does it, and he's liberal Larry, and uh, he's very sensitive. <laughs> and liberal Larry, he wears a rainbow beret and he has long hair. <laughs> And uh, and he then um, reads like um, uh, Twitter comments about himself, and then he's near tears every time, puts his hands up at his mouth. And, people are so mean. And then he's liberal, Larry, and people actually make comments underneath like, "I hope this is a spoof because this guy's an idiot." I didn't know you knew that girl. Uh, my brother actually shared that video. Yeah. And all of his friends freaked out. Like he's very right wing my brother is yeah and all of his right wing friends are like oh this person's an idiot i can't believe anyone talking about it and both of us were online like this was a joke it's pretty obviously <laughs> it's a joke yeah and i love how she's like near tears all right like my fridays totally ruined i think that people that are actually kind of like that kind of ruin it for the people who are the jokesters like right. that because people do take them seriously sometimes uh -huh. but wait a minute i have to say this yeah. um I think you have another branch of, of, of career. Yeah, okay, no kidding. That was good. You did that really well, Angie. <laughs> I decided she and I have to like sit together. I don't drink, so she can have wine, and then I'll have, and we can both be liberals together. There you and go. Talk about we have created our own safe space living room. It's got um, Ikea furniture and a lot of pillows. And this is the only place we feel safe anymore with Trump. Not my president. You know, like, because she trained with uh, an improv troupe in L.A. And I trained with the Groundlings Theater. Uh -huh. And, like, Will Ferrell was there at the time. Oh, wow. And many of the comedians that went on to play with SNL. Yeah. And so uh, we were just cracking up, she and I, about, you know, improv and all of that. And I thought, oh, gosh, I have to do one of these videos with her. It would be hilarious. Yes. Spoof minute on the good news. Oh, yeah, like, really? Next week we're gonna have to. <laughs> my president. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. I know That's it's so good. goofy. Uh, all right. Well, um, all right, Donna. So your um, non pardon me, your ministry yes. uh, is and it is nonprofit. Uh, yeah, it is a nonprofit mm -hmm. ministry. Yep. Um, you have a big event coming up, and it's in November. Um, I've been to the. You, have you been to to overwhelmed her? I have uh, not, but conference? I was the first one to get the ticket for oh, this one. Oh my yes, goodness. you are the first name. So supportive of her friends. Now, first of all. Uh, before we talk about the women's conference in November, uh, if people want to be part of Jericho Girls, it's women supporting women. It is, yes. And much more than that because we are so disconnected in society. And in a very dark time of my life when we were losing everything financially and not just the financial part, but my husband had a total, I hate to say breakdown, but he was in a funk. I mean, he just was not himself. He was not the leader. And you've the, been married how long? Yes, yeah, since I was just turning 20, so uh, 27 years. You've been years. together since high school. School. Yes, for high school sweethearts. Yeah, and he just buried his head in the sand and couldn't face life uh, because he was no longer a builder and his identity was wrapped up in building homes. Yes, yes. And so I tried everything to get him out, and um, it was up to me to lead the family financially yep. in a downturn where real estate market, you know, all the agents are bailing out, and here right. I am, 100% commission. He's 100% commission, and I had to lead our family. And then I was trying to fix him in the the meantime and get him back on his 
feet and nothing was working. And in that really dark time, I call it my Sahara Desert, there was an army of women who rose up. Oh, came around and you. And they helped me. They filled in that gap until David did finally come back and, and, and find his identity. How and did they find Jericho Girls? JerichoGirls.org. And we connect women. We break down those barriers and we build alliances together. And then on your website, uh, information about the November Overwhelm concert. Yes. I mean, Concert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Girls.org. You'll find the countdown to overwhelm. So come join us. Beatrice, author and speaker. How do people find you? RealSergeantOfLife.com. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, this is producer Dave with the good news. You know, Angie's always talking about how much she loves YMCA of the Rockies, but I don't ever get to talk about how much I love YMCA of the Rockies. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is located just between Estes and Rocky Mountain National Park. It is the best place. I grew up going there. I went to summer camp when I was a kid. I actually went through the leadership program. I was a camp counselor at YMCA. It is one of the best things. It shaped who I am today. It is really the ideal vacation for everyone. You can do a vacation there. You can have a reunion there. They have weddings. If you want to take your coworkers there, they have conferences. It is the most affordable thing. You don't have to leave the state to go on a really good vacation. If you just want to hang out, you can do that. Or if you want to go on an epic adventure through the mountains, you can also do that. At YMCA The Rockies, they put Christian principles into practice through programs, staff, and facilities in an environment that builds healthy spirit, mind, and body for everyone. It is so affordable. Go to ymcarockies.org for all the information you'll need. For over 120 years, the Denver Rescue Mission has been providing services to those in need and the homeless in the metro area. It is the oldest full-service Christian charity in the Rocky Mountain region. Since its conception in 1892, it has expanded to helping the homeless and hungry to provide services for men and single mothers, offering programs such as rehabilitation for those suffering from addiction and abuse, education and career centers, family services, and life restoration. The Denver Rescue Mission is always in need of your assistance. You can help this growing organization by donating clothing, food, furniture, and more at any of the drop-off locations. For more information on their services, ways you can help, and to donate online, go to denverrescuemission.org. denverrescuemission.org. Changing lives in the name of Christ. Dr. Joe Arve joining us. If you want to feel better, live longer, have more energy, not just feel off all the time. Uh, he has a wonderful program, and uh, I've worked with him for years. He's got a free dinner coming up where you can find out a lot more about it, and that is on the 24th, correct, Dr. Joe? Yes. You know, I, I, I look out today after, after almost 26 years in practice. It breaks my heart at seeing people suffering with headaches, back pain, neck pain, feeling old, depression sleep problems and and the thing is the the hard part is they feel like this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life it's not going to get better and they're losing hope and and they're not happy with their weight they're not happy with their life and it's affecting their marriages it's affecting their parenting and and i really want to help them call a time out and say listen there's a place and we're going to be celebrating on the 24th for the last 25 years in Northland where we've reversed this process we've seen things happen people are no longer feeling old 
they're losing weight they're they're not hurting anymore they're 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 not getting their kids aren't getting sick all the time and they're feeling strong and they're feeling young again and i just want to share this with anyone who's right now looking for health in all the wrong places and show them where they can find it and i've been to the dinner um but we just kind of chat and, and then uh, some of the success stories uh, uh dr joe has worked with the people stand up and kind of give a little bit of their testimony are you going to have any of your testimony people there you know this is a special one we're we're going to be celebrating 25 years of just helping wow. people so you know we've invited a ton of people like chuck who had heart disease and now on his last echocardiogram the doctor can't find any disease on his heart or anywhere that's amazing yeah and they didn't the doctor say whatever you're doing keep whatever doing you're doing it. just keep doing it because again wow. you know so we're seeing things that people are being told you'll have this forever going away yeah and, and literally short period of time we've we have um Stephen and, and Cheryl, who, who have lost literally combined 40 pounds over the last six weeks of just applying what we're doing and talking about. So they're excited. They're happy. They're having fun. People are just creating new normals for their life. And, and it goes on and on and on. And so we're, we're going to dedicate it. To, I, have, I, have, I have a crew coming. We're going to videotape the testimonials because this is the night of celebrating God's healing power when it's allowed to go to work in someone's life and see the miracles that happen. And I'm excited. We're going to have fun. Well, I, I don't have heart disease, but on my thyroid medication, a lot of people say, well, you can't stop that. I remember right. my cousin, like, you can't, you, it doesn't work anymore. You can't stop after 10 years. And I thought, well, let's just try it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure they're probably right. But, and then the doctor did the blood work and he's like, well, your thyroid's fine. Healed. Yeah. Healed. Fine. Amen. Yeah. Thank 10 you, God. years. Yeah. 10 years. And that, again, don't let that secret out because that's what health, you know, it's really healthcare going on that your body can get well, you can get healthy. All right. So the 24th, give everyone info if they want to come to the free dinner and chit chat. It's real simple. Pick up your cell phone and text me or call me at 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Or go to that thing called Facebook, look up Spine Geek and message me or just Google Spine Geek and you'll find me one way or another. Now, in terms of some of the um, success stories where you maybe feel like, wow, you know, I'm so glad I'm doing what I do, like kind of an affirmation. I know a lot of these people and the testimonies are, but I also know that when a couple of people have come to you, one in particular that came when he was already pretty ill and he didn't make it, he had cancer, and uh, you had to be at the wedding and he couldn't be there, and that really had an impact on you. You know, it does, and again, as I've been around... Wedding of his daughter, I should say. Right, right, yeah, so he just we just got to him too late. Had we got to maybe a year sooner, two years sooner, we could have got his body healthy and strong, and he wouldn't have had to uh, die of the of the brain cancer. For, and he had it for the for the fourth time. That was the problem. It wasn't the first time or second time or third. It was the fourth oh, time. Man. And the body just gives out. And so it doesn't matter. Don't wait until you get sick. I'll right. tell you. Don't, don't wait till you get like if you're feeling wait, bad. Yeah. If you if you're not feeling well, I should say, uh, then it might be time to come in now. If you're on one prescription medication, you got to get in now. It's just because your body is shutting down, and we've got to find a safer and healthier way to get there so you don't end up, I mean, in that nursing home style $10,000 a month bill that's going to take away your grandchildren's future. I mean, literally, people are saving up all this money for their grandkids, and yet when they get put in the nursing home, it's $10,000 a month, and there's nothing to be there for them, and it's all because they lost their health, all because they didn't know how to get healthy. They didn't know how to use this body to be strong and be healthy and be vibrant. Okay, again, the free dinner, like I said, I've been, it's fun, it's funny, you'll get to hear from some of the success stories, the testimonies, and then Dr. Joe leaves and we eat. So yep. Dr. Joe, how do they get uh, reach you? Again, 303-349-6011, or look, up, look me up on Facebook, Spine Geek on Facebook. Excellent. Yep. God bless you, Dr. Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com.
Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com.